Welcome to the Medical Mnemonist Podcast, brought to you by Med School Coach. Each episode, take a journey into the top techniques for medical mnemonics, study skills, board exam tips, and accelerated learning in higher education. Now, here's your host, Chase DeMarco. Welcome back, lifelong learners. I hope you had a great Valentine's Day. I know my dog and I did. And today I want to make an announcement and then discuss habits because habits are extremely important in any kind of life activity, really, but especially when you're dealing with healthcare, with medicine, with these really complex topics. And we all have bad habits, we all have good habits, and you can actually change those with a little bit of work. But first, the announcement we are changing the name, we're rebranding. The One Minute Preceptor, my other podcast. It is now going to be called Rounds to Residency. So we're still going to be covering a lot of the same topics. We're going to be covering your clinical rotations and advice for that, getting physician and preceptor advice to really excel in your rotations, to do the best, learn the most, get great letters of recommendation, and all those things that you really want to work towards in your clinical years. Then we also cover a lot of residency material to get into residency, what to expect during interview seasons, what are some of the things that will really make you stand out, and how everything has changed since COVID and since all of the board exams are changing. They're either being taken away or going pass-fail. Just a lot of great material. So the One Minute Preceptor is now going to be called Rounds to Residency, and you can probably start searching that by the time this episode comes out, if not the next week. Unfortunately, the SEO for One Minute Preceptor It was just a little tricky on some of the search engines. They couldn't quite get it down. Was it hyphenated, not hyphenated? Was it the number one? Was it spelt out O-N-E? So a lot of people were having trouble finding it and were like, all right, let's rebrand it. This will be a great addition to your current medical podcast lineup. And I hope you really enjoy the past content that we've given in the past three seasons. Season four should be coming out in the next couple of months. We're just wrapping up season three as we speak. Now to get into habits. There are many ways that we can talk about habits, especially for studying. And I kind of want to generally take the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and make it sort of the seven habits of highly effective medical students. It's not going to match up exactly one for one with his seven habits, but let's take a general overview of them. His habits in uh, Stephen Covey's book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and it's a very good book, I do recommend it if you have some time, are to one, be proactive, two, begin with the end in mind, three, put first things first, four, think win-win, five, understand before being understood, six, synergize, and then seven, sharpen the saw. All right, so what do these mean and how can we use them for our habits and better habit formation for studying in healthcare, in medical school, etc.? Well, number one, be proactive. I would say a lot of this has to do with your preparation and your organization of materials. You really need to learn what is best for you, what techniques work best for you. How can you organize the material now so that you won't have to think about it too much later? Like they say, what is it, 90% is preparation and 10% actually putting the work down. So definitely be proactive and explore different ways to organize your material. Explore different techniques to study the material. Explore many different ways to approach the complex 
and interchanging, interlocking um, medical disciplines, both from an independent view and an integrated view. And if that doesn't quite make sense to you right now, believe me, it will once you get into all of the hard coursework. Try different techniques like the Pomodoro technique. Try the Stephen Covey's matrix, which really helps you organize and prioritize. All right, this needs to be done now. This can be put off later. This is important. This one's not really that important. And actually, if you want a lot of these tools, we did make a free PDF for you, which can be found at freemeded.org slash medstudent. So if you go there, you can download our free PDF or read this before medical school, the book we came out with a couple years ago, and it has a lot of tools for you to use already. All right, so that's the first one, be proactive. The second is to begin with the end in mind. So obviously we need to know where we're going in order to get there. This has a lot to do with our goals and our plans, and there are many different pathways to get to the same goal. Some of ours are shorter, some of ours are longer. Believe me, I know. And having this end in mind and really knowing that that's what you want to go for is the best place to start. And that can even change later on. Your end might switch. You might want a different specialty. You might decide to go into non-clinical medicine. You might go into entrepreneurship. Um, whatever it is, as long as you have an end in mind and you're still making progress, then you're doing fine, even if that pathway changes later on. And you really can use this end in mind to identify what habits you have right now that are good and that are bad towards achieving that goal. If they're good habits, you want to encourage them. You want to make it easier to keep doing those habits. If you have bad habits, you want to make it harder to do that. You want to put obstacles in front of those bad habits. This might be locking your remote control away during certain hours of the day so you can't turn the TV on, hiding your phone in your closet while you're studying. You know, Whatever is going to distract you, whatever is a bad habit, make it harder to do that habit. And it'll start to fade away. You'll realize that you don't need that as much. And you can focus more energy on the good habits. So the third one is putting first things first. This is tricky for a lot of people because it does take a lot of those good habit formations and the good prioritization skills in order to do this. We often get distracted by some of the mundane things that don't need to be done right now. Forming good habits and eliminating bad ones is one way to help put first things first by eliminating distractions, by focusing on the study material you need to study on right now. But this is a branch off of the first two. You know, you need to have those skills, the preparatory skills, organization tools. You need to know where you're going to know what the first thing is you need to do now. If you're writing a book, you're not going to start with the end of the book, but you will have the end of the book in mind. Step number two, begin with the end in mind. But the first thing you need to do is probably write an outline. And then you can add some characters and some character development. You can start with a little summation, start with the first chapter. But whatever your goal is, make sure that you know what the first thing is you need to do to reach the next step and the next step and the next step. The fourth one is thinking win-win. Often, this is used more in a business sense where I win, you lose. We see that a lot with politics these days, too, and that's not necessarily how things work. In fact, we can both win if we come to terms with certain agreements, if we have certain collaborations and network with the right people. So try to do that. Try to reach out to new people on Facebook groups that might be relevant or talk to some classmates and see how you can help each other out. 
do group studies, find a mentor or a tutor. These are your interpersonal interactions that you're developing and trying to make sure that you get something beneficial out of it, but so do they. And often we kind of leech off of the instructors, you know, they give us material, but often we don't give them much. That's not win-win. But if we can help teach someone else and they can help teach us, that's a win-win. If I can help them with something I'm strong at and they help me with something I'm weak at, that's a win-win. So find these networks, find these bonds that you can create, whether it be in-person or digital, and help strengthen each other, collaborate, make the whole field better by making yourself better and by making them better. The fifth one, understand before being understood. So you do want to understand, in this case, maybe the study material very well. You want to understand where people are coming from as well in interpersonal connections and conversations. What's the saying? You have two ears and one mouth, so you should probably listen twice as much as you speak. That kind of goes in place here a little bit. So when you're forming bonds, when you're learning material, don't assume that you know everything. Don't talk too much. Don't try to be understood all the time as kind of what this habit is saying. Keep your ears open. Keep an open mind. Try to rid yourself of any judgment. And then, and only then, can you really help to be understood by others. Whether that be talking about some life goals, or where they're at, where you're at, or if it's actually trying to teach someone material. None of these are going to be as successful unless you know where you're coming from first, unless you've understood first. I know that one's kind of a little difficult to translate into the medical setting, but it works better if you think of it from a business sense where you can't make a deal with someone if you're just trying to get your point across and you're not listening to what they actually need. Same goes with relationships. If you're just talking to your significant other but not listening to them, you're not going to get anything done. So you can incorporate that however you see fit in your interpersonal or study relationships in medical school or in the hospital setting. And six, to synergize. All right, so this is where you put all of the organization tools, your planning, your habits, your new good habits, getting rid of the old bad habits, your study routines, all the different materials you've collected, put everything together and test it out to work with it constantly, see what works better for this discipline or for this specialty or under these circumstances. I might like to read this material, but I like to listen to this material, and it might depend on the subject. Obviously, it's more difficult for me to necessarily listen to a lot of complex material on anatomy, maybe, but seeing a picture of it in a book, and then I got it. It might be easier to see a visualization while having audio with it for a more complex physiologic process than trying to read it in text. It really depends on the material, so you have to try everything. You have to try group studies. You have to try studying in different places. You have to try using different organization techniques, a lot of which we do cover multiple times in much greater detail in Read This Before Medical School. So if you do want to check out that book, it's on Amazon and every other bookstore out there. And we have a lot of board exam techniques and other really useful information. In fact, there's an entire Read This Before Medical School podcast miniseries if you go back a couple months. So after we've synergized all the material, and all the tools, and all the techniques that we have, the last step is sharpening the saw. So obviously, this refers to reviewing, and 
making sure that you keep on material because it will fade away. But I want to take this one step further. It's not just the review process. It's not just constantly going over questions or going over your notes, which of course we don't want to do. If you've listened to this podcast before, going over your notes over and over doesn't help. But I would say sharpening the saw also means sharpening yourself. And for this, you want to do things like making sure you have scheduled breaks set in, making sure you have proper health and hygiene, exercise, meditate. You have to take care of yourself your whole physical body, not just your cognitive abilities, in order to be the sharpest you. So to review, the seven habits are 1. Be proactive. 2. Begin with the end in mind. 3. Put first things first. 4. Think win-win. 5. Understand before being understood. 6. Synergize all that material together. And then seven is sharpening the saw. So I hope that helped a little bit. There's a lot more we could go into with habits, with habit stacking, just a ton of material. Of course, if you have any requests, recommendations, please feel free to reach out to me or any of our social media pages. You can find The Medical Nemonist on multiple platforms and myself on all of them, Chase DeMarco, D-I-M-A-R-C-O, and of course, you can email us at medicalnemonist at gmail. Have you been thinking about one-on-one -on -one training and tutoring at a reasonable price? Well, Prospective Doctor is now sponsoring a limited number of free sessions with me each month. To register, you can go to prospectivedoctor.com chase and register for a free 30-minute coaching session. If you decide that you want to use their MCAT or USMLE tutoring services, you can now use the code CHASE10 to receive 10% off of your first $400 spent. Just enter Chase10 and get your discount now. The Medical Mnemonist Podcast is powered by Med School Coach. To access Med School Coach services, including USMLE tutoring and residency admissions advising, visit our website at medschoolcoach.com. Good luck as you prepare for your board exams, and we hope you tune in again next time.